What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of All In or All Out. My name is Kevin Harris, and I am your host. So this week, I want to talk about keeping your joy. And, um, you know, I've kind of, I don't know, I guess I've kind of been all over the place lately in the things that we talk about or whatever. I just want to, just a couple of things uh, in a book I've been reading that kind of hit home and and gave me a new perspective and and keeping my you know keeping your joy protecting your peace i know we talked about uh, you know the trent shelton talks about and um but i just want to talk about um some things that we can do to help us maintain our joy and keeping our joy and and not losing our joy and letting the enemy rob us of our joy um so we're going to dive right on in uh the first thing is own your negative emotions own your negative emotions so man there's one thing by owning your emotions your actions man there's um that my kids could tell you one of my favorite sayings i know i've said it on here a hundred times uh you know excuses only satisfy those who use them you know I am responsible. I'm responsible for my emotions. I'm responsible for controlling my emotions. I'm responsible whether I keep my joy or if I lose my joy. Uh, We have to take ownership. That's, um, you know, that's one of the problems today with with kids, especially uh, not not owning, um, not owning up to their actions, owning that they have a fault in something. Um, I, I'll give you a couple examples. One is, uh, I was with family this past weekend and my sister-in-law, um, was getting on to her son for hitting his sisters or whatever. When she's getting on to him, he started like, you know, blaming them and like, he didn't have anything to do with it. And she, um, you know, got him out of the pool and, and, uh, had him sit and said, until you can tell me, you know, that you had a action that you played a part in what you did, then I'll let you get back in the pool. And, um, and, and that's, you know, one of my things that drives me nuts with people is, um, and especially my kids, just like it was with her, her son is not owning your actions, man, and, you know, owning your emotions and taking responsibility, you know, um, you know, you can't let, you know, you can't let another person, you know, determine your frame of mind, even if you don't accept, you know, the situation that you find yourself in, you know, you're still responsible for how you respond you know if you're not going to accept it that's fine but you're still responsible for the way you know for the way that you're going to how you're going to respond to it and you know and you you can't let other people you know determine you know your frame of mind You, you can't let you know you know let them by what they say and what they do and and determine you know how you're going to go about or how your actions are you you have to own it 
take responsibility and, 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 you know, know that, Hey, there's something here I can learn. You know, there's some, there's a teaching moment here for me, you know, what is it that, um, that I need to learn in this, you know, when you feel the negativity coming on, you know, just repeat in your mind, even though it's gut reaching sometimes to say, I am responsible. I am responsible because here's the thing. If you're going to respond negative, you know, if you have a negative emotion coming, you're responsible for that emotion because you're going to be responsible for the way you're feeling about whatever just happened or whatever was just said, you know, for it to cause a negative emotion, you know, for negativity. So in keeping your joy, you know, one of the first things we've got to do is own your negative emotion. Man, that's part of our problem these days. We just don't own anything. Nobody wants to accept responsibility. Nobody wants to, you know, say, oops, I made a mistake. I did this, you know, I'm going to do better um, or whatever the case may be. So, um, you know, that's, that's what we got to do. We just got to own it, man. I'm telling you, um, I, I've learned this in the past that, you know, when I take ownership uh, of my actions, number one, people respect you more. You will gain more respect from people by owning it than you would by shift blaming or coming up with excuses or whatever. Uh, number two, by owning it, it, it shows your maturity level. It shows that you've grown, that you're, you know, that you are human, that you do make mistakes, you know, that, that that's going to happen. So own your negative emotion. Number two, is starving negative emotions. You know, you can change um, the perspective by changing the perspective of, you know, of your emotion, of, of, of you know, what you're feeling by changing the perspective in it. You know, you, you can interrupt that negative momentum. And, you know, and I, I've said this before, um, you know, you, you can't, change your situation or well, you can't change your uh, situation, but you can change your perspective. You know, you can't change your circumstances, but you can change your perspective. So by changing your perspective, you're interrupting the negative momentum that that's coming. And, uh, and when you stop feeding into your negative emotions, you know, that, that'll begin to fade. And what I mean by that, when we feed into our negative emotions, man, we can, you know, we can quickly uh, add fuel to the fire by, uh, um, you know, you know, by, as, as we feed them and saying, you know, oh, poor pitiful me, or, you know, that always happens to me, or, you know, it never happens to anybody else. How come that didn't happen to him? Um, you know, we feel sorry for ourselves. Um, you know, those kind of things. We have to stop feeding, you know, feeding those negative emotions. We have to stop feeding and saying, you know, giving ourselves this pity party of, of whatever and, and it'll fade out. We have to starve it. You know, don't give it any attention. It's just like, um, 
think about it um, with kids, you know, especially little kids um, or even with older kids. One of my oldest ones, he um, and he'll sit there and tap on something and tap on something and just keep tapping until somebody yells at him to stop. You know, and, and there's a lot of times if you just ignore him, he'll eventually quit and move on. Same thing with little kids. You know, they just want your attention. If you just ignore them, they'll eventually move on. So you have to, in that sense, starve those negative emotions um, and, you know, and not not give into it, you know, not give into the temptation. Um, some of the questions that um, that you could ask yourself, you know, is where is this situation headed and is that okay? You know, what do I really want? You know, what's most important here? How might my negativity affect this relationship? Um, is my integrity at stake here? You know, that's a big one sometimes. You know, by the way we, we react, if we're going to react in this negative way, man, is it, is, are we going to lose our witness? Are we going to lose our integrity, you know, our character? Is it just going to show a side of us that's going to be embarrassing that we don't need to? Because sometimes when you're starving your negative emotion, it's it'll save you from embarrassment, uh, from having pie on your face or eat crow, as those sayings are. You know, can my health be more important than proving my point right now? And see, when you give up the need to be right, and I, I need this more than anybody else, when you give up the need to be right, you expand your options and experience joy instead of distress. And man, that's one of the things right here written on my board um, that I have next to my desk. It says, why do I have to be right? Question mark. Because that's me, man. I always feel like I have to be right. You know, and half the time it doesn't even matter that I'm right. Like there's, there's, I don't get a prize. You know, I don't even get a that a boy or, you know, anything right there. But for whatever reason, I feel the need that I have to be right. But when we give up that right, and I'm telling you, when I when I talk about this stuff and do this stuff, man, this just isn't, you know, I, I don't have this all figured out, man. I'm still growing. I'm still trying. And that's why I do this, to help share what I've learned and what's helping me and uh, in, in return to help you. So, you know, once I, I give up that right, you know, that that feeling of that right or feeling that I need to be right or have to be right, you know, then the joy gives opportunity for joy to come in. It starves um, the negativity. Uh, You know, sometimes we have to, you know, take a step back and, and see the big picture and, and realize how this small moment this small opportunity, you know, this small moment will feel like nothing. You know, when we take it back, you know, I talked about a uh, puzzle piece. Uh, I'm not sure if I did a podcast or a video on that, but, you know, when you, when you get a puzzle out, man, there, each piece is very, you know, instrumental in putting the whole puzzle together, the whole, you know, seeing the big picture of everything. And sometimes... You know, when we, when we um, take a step back, man, that, that small moment that we're fixing to give into, 
uh, of this negativity and blowing up or, you know, losing our cool, you know, it'll feel like nothing once we step back and see the big picture, you know, the big picture, what, what God has created this beautiful, you know, it's like this beautiful mountain sunset, sunrise view, you know, and you can only just see a glimpse of it. You know, it feels like nothing compared if you step back and see the whole thing. Uh, number three is temporarily, temporarily retreating from your issues. Um, sometimes, you know, one of the most effective ways is to retreat. You know, sometimes it's not worth getting into that battle. You know, we have to retreat. And it's just temporarily, just enough to retreat, uh, you know, kind of kind of get your, your bearings right, you know, kind of get your, your mind, your mind right, just kind of process uh, what's going on. Because sometimes we don't take the time to process the moment and we're reacting, you know, constantly reacting. You talked about that. I know I did a podcast on that, you know, a reactive thinker. And, um, you know, that's, that's what it is. Sometimes we, we're just constantly reacting, reacting, reacting instead of being a proactive thinker and processing it and thinking about what we're going to say. So we can be a more effective or it can be a more effective way to kind of maintain your peace just by retreating for a little bit. Not saying, you know, it's not giving you permission to run away. Uh, you know, to leave it alone, uh, never come back to it, you know, avoid your problems, that kind of thing. Um, but it's just, you know, a moment to step back and, and take a quick break from it. You know, um, one of the things I used to say is, you know, you, you can't run away from your problems. You know, it's like I, I'm a visual person. So, you know, when you're sweeping the floor, and you sweep it under the rug. Well, it's still there. And the rug's got a little hump in it now. You know, a month later, you sweep the floor again, you sweep it back under that same rug. Again, the dirt's still there, but now the hump's getting higher, and eventually, it's going to start tripping you up. So you eventually got to deal with what's under the rug. Um, so you can't just keep running from it, because, um, you know, you got to pay the piper sooner or later. But... So I'm not giving you permission to run away from it, but just take a step back, just take a quick break, you know, like looking at the big picture, like we talked about before, and um, and, and just, you know, just gaining your bearings, you know, just trying to see, you know, in that moment, you know, you may not see the problem or the root real clearly until you kind of process it, you know, because when you're in that, that negativity spiral because if you don't take a step back you start getting into that negativity spiral that negativity storm you know it can you know it causes you you know your brain you, you you're not thinking straight you know it, it can um you know kind of skew skew the thoughts um in your brain and and you're not thinking clearly and it leads to poor decisions so you know you want to be able to take a step back um, you know, even staying in, in the presence of the, of the people that you're around, if, if there's people around or whatever at that moment could fuel it. So, you, you know, you need to kind of back away, shut the door, be alone 
and kind of allow the fire, the negativity to die down, you know, on its own accord and uh, take a few breaths and, um, and, and, you know, and, and then go back to it. You know, if you remember, I remember when I was a kid, my parents, you know, if we got to an argument or something when I was, you know, younger and, um, or me and my brothers are fussing or fighting, whatever they'll say, you know, go to your room and cool down. You know, that's, that's a real thing, man. I, I you know, I, I don't think they were doing it because, uh, you know, they realized this, but I, I, you know, I think they did realize that taking a moment, taking a break from it to help you cool down to kind of get you back on track. I mean, you know, anytime, you know, if a fight or whatever, you know, somebody stands between them and you separate them, you know, and you give it a few minutes, you know, let everybody kind of cool down, think clearly and, and figure out what was said and maybe it was said wrong or, you know, misinterpreted or whatever the case. And it wouldn't be, need to be a fight anyway. So we just need to take a step back. Um, you know, sometimes we may have to leave the room or whatever the case and uh, just let things die down. So we're just temporarily retreating, you know, from the problem, from the issues, from the negative uh, momentum that's trying to gain. So just a, a quick recap, man. So in keeping your joy, you know, you want to own it, starve it, retreat. You know, those, those three things, and no particular order or whatever, uh, but those are three things that can help you maintain your peace. It can help keep your joy. Own it, man. Don't be afraid to own it. I can't express this enough. I don't think you understand how much joy you'll have, you'll feel just by owning it, knowing, you know, you, you can cut off a whole lot of, a whole lot of negativity and, and bad press and bad stuff just by owning it. And then sometimes we have to starve it. We can't feed it, man. It, you, you can't give into that temptation. You can't give into, you know, what the enemy's trying to steer you, uh, you know, trying to get you into because he knows, man. He knows. And then, you know, you, you may have to just uh, retreat for a few minutes, for a few seconds, you know, or a couple hours or whatever the case may be. You know, you just have to retreat, take some deep breaths, cool down, let your brain start thinking clearly and, you know, for, uh, I always, um, we, we pick on me and my sister-in-law pick on, you know, my wife and her brother, um, that my sister-in-law is married to, uh, you know, we always talk about, you know, they, uh, they can have a temper and they see red or whatever. And, um, so that's what, uh, you know, I mean, sometimes, and it happens, man, things can set you off that you don't see straight, not thinking clearly, but, um, you know, but it's, uh, it just have to just take a deep breath, cool down. And even, you know, me and my wife gotten into fights, you know, where we have to say, Hey, take a break. You know, we'll, we'll rehash this in a little bit. Let's just take a moment, take some deep breaths or whatever. So. When it comes to keeping your joy, you're either all in or all out.